Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Ozzie Albies hit a three-run homer in the bottom of the 11th as the Braves beat the Reds on Wednesday night, 8-6. It extends the Reds' losing streak to three straight games. Cincinnati came from five down to tie the score in the ninth and then took a one-run lead in the top of the 11th when Kyle Farmer singled home Aristides Aquino. What a night for Joey Votto despite the loss. He was 4-5 for with a pair of two-run homers, including one in the top of the ninth inning to tie the game. The four RBIs give him 1,038 for his career. He passes Pete Rose for third on the Reds' all-time RBI list, and he also walked for the 1,260th time. He ties Ty Cobb for 53rd on the all-time list. Wade Miley, who has been very good this season, simply didn't have it early on Wednesday night. He gave up a run in the first, two in the second, two more in the third. Highlights coming up, but first some final thoughts on the game from Jeff Brantley and Tommy Thrall. Thanks, Yid. Cowboy, they don't get much more deflating than this one. The Reds looked like they were in a good position to come from behind, really rallied from an offensive standpoint, and then Ozzie Albies spoiled the party. Yeah, well, you can't talk about how enough about how critical it is to be able to pitch at the end of the ball game, especially when your club is able to come back in the fashion that the Reds did on a night where uh, they, they really trailed. And it, this did not look like it was going to be the Reds' night from the beginning of this ball game. But when you've got a guy like Joey Votto, uh, he pretty much put the Reds offensively on his back. The two two-run home runs brought the Reds back late. Big hit by Farmer in the extra frame in the 11th. Uh, but again, the Reds couldn't close the ball game out. And a tough one tonight. Wade Miley really struggled early on, but he settled down eventually and still was able to give the Reds five innings tonight. I kind of felt like that was fairly important because it looked like he might not even get out of the third. Yeah, it was a rough couple of innings for Miley, and, and really you got into the third inning and a couple of runs score again in the third, and it was a 5-0 five, no, five lead at that point for the Braves, and then he retired the next nine consecutive batters. And it kind of slowed things down a little bit and gave the Reds a chance to catch their breath offensively. Votto hit the two-run home run in the sixth, and it gave you a bit of life. Uh, but it just didn't end that way. No, it certainly didn't, and that three-run home run by Albies at the end wipes out what had been a pretty solid night for the Reds' bullpen Reds relievers had allowed just one hit 
prior to that home run by Albies. Final score once again, Braves 8, Reds 6. Yid, back to you. Now to the highlights. The Reds put a couple of runners on base in the top of the first off Braves starter Tuki Toussaint, but they couldn't score. The Braves did score off Red starter Wade Miley in the bottom of the inning. Ozzie Albies led off with a base hit. He moved to second on a walk. Then, with one out, Austin Riley got a run home. He'll one pitch, and Riley swings and lines one to center. Naquin scrambling back. It's off his glove, and it rolls to the wall. Here comes Albies around third. He'll score around third through the stop sign and coming to the plate, and out at the plate is Jorge Soler. He blew right through Ron Washington's stop sign at third, and the Reds are able to gun him down at the plate as Riley ends up at second. In the bottom of the second inning, Adam Duvall walked to begin the inning, and then with one out, Guillermo Heredia blasted one. The 1-0 pitch, and Heredia hammers this one to left field. That is deep, and that is way out of here to left. Two-run home run, Guillermo Heredia. And for Heredia, it's his fifth home run of the year, and it makes it a 3-0 Braves lead. Braves scored again in the bottom of the third. Freddie Freeman singled to begin the inning. That brought Austin Riley to the plate. The pitch ripped down the left field line, and I mean that is hammered. It's going all the way to the wall. Freeman all the way to third. They're going to wave him on to the house. The throw from Farmer, and he is out at the plate. And the Braves are going to challenge that. And they are challenging it, not because the throw was not on time, but because when Barnhart went down to make the tag, he didn't get the tag on the foot of Freeman. He tagged him up around the buttocks. Tucker just didn't get it down there, and that's indeed what the call is on the field. Second double for Austin Riley. And on a play where the Reds should have definitely had the throw out at the plate, they do not get it done. Dansby Swanson then made it 5-0. Back to the plate. And a changeup flipped into right field. Nice play, Castellanos. The throw to the plate, not in time. And it's 5-0 Atlanta. After the Riley double, Miley retired the next nine batters he faced, but it was too little too late. He was finished after five innings. Five innings pitched, five hits, five runs, all of them earned, three walks, four strikeouts, a home run, 77 pitches, 45 four strikes. Cincinnati loaded the bases in the third against Toussaint, but they couldn't score. They went down in order in the fourth and in the fifth, but they finally broke through in inning number six. Nick Castellanos was hit by a pitch to begin the inning, then Joey Votto got Cincinnati on the board. Here's the pitch, and Votto swings and drives one deep to center field. That's way back there, and it is gone, and I mean way out of here, to straightaway center field. Joey Votto's 24th home run of the year gets the Reds on the board. It's a two-run shot, and it's now 5-2 to two Braves. Mike Moustakis singled after the home run, and that was it for Tucson. Jesse Chavez replaced him. He gave up a single to Tyler Naquin, so two on with no outs. Chavez then got a fly ball, struck out Tucker Barnhart, and struck out Jonathan India to end the threat. The Reds put a couple of runners on base in the seventh with two outs, but that threat died with Mike Moustakis at the plate. And to the plate he comes. Swing and a miss. High heater, and he struck him out. 
Down swinging is Moustakas. He's the final out for the Reds here in the seventh. The Reds finally scored again in the eighth off Luke Jackson. Tyler Naquin led off with a double, and then it was A. Eugenio Suarez's turn. The pitch. He swings and clocks one. Left center field, well hit, and deep, and back, and off the wall. Here comes Naquin around third to score. Suarez into second with an RBI double, and the Reds are within two. It's now five to three. After Miley left the game, Luis Sessa, Justin Wilson, and Heath Embry gave up just one hit in three innings of work. Will Smith came out to pitch the top of the ninth for Atlanta. He struck out Jesse Winker. Nick Castellanos was then hit by a pitch, and then the hottest player on the planet stepped to the plate. Here's the first pitch to Votto. He swings, sends a high fly ball, deep right field, way back, and gone! Joey Votto has tied the game with a two-run blast to right. His second home run of the night. It's his fourth hit. Joey Votto is just putting this Reds offense on his shoulders. Michael Lorenzen came on to pitch the bottom of the ninth, and he immediately walked leadoff man Travis Nardot. He struck out Heredia, but Jock Peterson walked. Ozzie Albies then flew out, so two on with two out, and he had to face A. Ray Adrianza. Lorenzen sets ready. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. He just blew a fastball right by him. The Braves strand the winning run at third. So we go to the 10th, and Mike Moustakas was the runner on second base for Cincinnati, but the Reds went down in order, and he was stranded. In the bottom of the 10th, Ozzie Albies was the runner at second base. The Reds walked Freddie Freeman. Austin Riley flew out to left for the first out off Michael Givens. Dansby Swanson lined out for the second out. Givens then balked both runners up a base, but he struck out Adam Duvall after a long at-bat to send the game to the 11th. Aristides Aquino was the runner on second base for Cincinnati, and the first man up was Kyle Farmer. He singled Aquino home with the go-ahead run. Lucas Sims came on to pitch the bottom of the 11th, with Adam Duvall the runner at second base. Darno struck out. Heredia flew out the right field. He walked Jock Peterson and then unfortunately had a face. Ozzie Albies. Albies got a base hit all the way back in the first inning and scored the game's first run. The 2-1 pitch. He hammers it. Right field, very deep. Aquino's back, looks up, and that is way out of here off the chop house and right. A three-run game-winning walk-off home run for Ozzie Albies. Here are the totals. Four of the Braves, eight runs, seven hits, no errors, eight left on base. Cincinnati, six runs, ten hits, no errors. They stranded 12. Santana, the winner in relief, 3-0. Sims, the loser in relief, 4-2. Home runs in the game, Votto hit two of them, number 24 and number 25. For Atlanta, Heredia, number five, Albies, number 19. Three hours and 56 minutes, 23,375 at Truist Park. With the defeat, the Reds are now 61 and 54 on the season. Time to hear from Reds manager David Bell. Well, David, that would have been a heck of a comeback rallying from five, nothing down. Uh, you were a strike away at the. Uh, I guess the baseball gods not looking upon you guys. And how tough is it in that clubhouse right now for your guys? Yeah, it's, it, it is. Um, but we've, we've been here before and um, there's no doubt we'll bounce back. I, I mean, so many. I think the, the biggest disappointment is so many great things happened to get us to that point. And uh, it's a lot more fun to celebrate them when you, when you win. Um, but outside of that, 
we, like I said, been here before we've been through this before and um, we know what to do. Joey Votto again, has a monster night, nearly just put you guys on his back solely. Um, Are you just running out of things to talk about him about? Uh, I imagine you're not surprised at all at the tear he's on right now. No, not surprised, but definitely appreciate it. Um, respect it. Um, I, I just like everyone else has fun watching it. Um, it it's amazing. I mean, he's a great, great hitter. Um, and it, it's, it's really nice just watching him go through it and enjoy it. And, um, um, like you said, I probably am out of things to say, but other than, uh, it, it's something to really appreciate and, and enjoy as we watch it happen. Thursday afternoon, the Reds and Braves wrap up this three-game series. Vladimir Gutierrez goes to the mound for Cincinnati. He is looking for his eighth win of the season. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 440. First pitch is scheduled 4-5-10. And once again, the final score on Wednesday night in 11 innings, the Braves beat the Reds 8-6. to And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds game recap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.